In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 12 through 17, where I'll ask the question, what is Jeremiah's message? Jeremiah 30, verses 12 through 17 says, For thus says the Lord, your hurt is incurable and your wound is grievous. There is none to uphold your cause, no medicine for your wound, no healing for you. All your lovers have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. For I have dealt you the blow of an enemy, the punishment of a merciless foe, because your guilt is great, because your sins are flagrant. Why do you cry out over your hurt? Your pain is incurable, because your guilt is great, because your sins are flagrant. I have done all these things to you. Therefore, all who devour you shall be devoured, and all your foes, every one of them, shall go into captivity. Those who plunder you shall be plundered, and all who prey on you I will make a prey. For I will restore health to you, and your wounds I will heal, declares the Lord, because they have called you an outcast. It is Zion for whom no one cares. The entire message of Jeremiah is summed up right here in Jeremiah 30, verses 12 through 17. It is really him narrowing down the message that the Lord has for the people of Israel and Judah. Now, sure, throughout the book, Jeremiah has a lot to say about other nations and about individuals and gives some encouragement as well as pronouncing the doom that is forthcoming for the people of Israel. But ultimately, everything that the Lord is doing is told right here. And this is Jeremiah's fundamental message that God is punishing Israel and Judah that God has judged them and found them wanting, but there is still hope because God ultimately is going to restore them. He is going to restore their fortunes and put them back in the place from which he is going to take them. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 12 through 17, answering the question, what is Jeremiah's message? Thought number one, God punishes. God is the one who is doing this incurable harm to the people of Israel. It is God who has judged them and has found them wanting, and it is he who is sending all of these nations against them. It is he who is sending the Babylonians to come and take the people of Judah off into exile. It is he who is causing them to fail and ultimately suffer at the sword, suffer at pestilence, suffer at famine. God is punishing them and he punishes them justly. And we need to recognize that God is just in the punishments that he delivers, not just upon his covenant people, but upon all creation. If God is punishing you, you know that you have deserved it. And we need to get this right in our own thinking, that the Lord is able to do anything he wishes with all of his creation. And sometimes what he wishes to do is punish those who have sinned against him. Thought number two, God judges. God has judged Israel, he has judged Judah, he has judged his covenant people, and he has decided that they are wrong. All the time people like to say, only God can judge me. That's absolutely true, and that is absolutely what is going to happen. God is going to judge all of creation. In fact, you could say that God is perpetually in the process of judging all of creation, and that judgment finds creation lacking. 
we are not able to uphold the laws that the Lord has given to us. We inevitably follow in the footsteps of Adam, who, when he only had one commandment, refused to follow it. And this is something that we must all be aware of. Just as we are aware that God punishes and does so justly, we need to be aware of the fact that God judges and that there is a judgment day that is coming for all of creation. And sometimes that happens here in the world in which we live, and sometimes that's going to happen in the life to come. But we know that God's judgment is inevitable and that it is going to happen. But that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Instead, that's something that's good because we know that when God judges, he does so perfectly. He does so with perfect justice. And because of that, his judgment should be both feared, but also trusted. Thought number three, God restores. This is the message of hope. Most of the time when you read the prophets, it's pretty bleak. There's not a lot of good stuff going on in most of the writings of the prophets. And Jeremiah is definitely right in the meaty part of the bell curve on this one, because so much of what he says is predicting the doom there of the people of Judah, that they are going to be taken off into exile, that there's nothing that they can do about it, that if they try and flee, if they try and make deals, that they end up getting worse treatment. But at the end of a period of time where the Lord punishes his people, after he has judged them and found them wanting, he also promises that he will restore those people back to the position that they had before. That he is going to take them out of exile, out of all of the countries into which he has spread them and put them back into their promised land. He's going to put them back into their home. And this is the great hope for the people of Israel. And it extends even to us today because we who are the people of God have this hope of restoration, not a restoration like we get to go back to Israel, but a restoration of all of creation. We hear the words from the Lord in Revelation, behold, I am making all things new. That's what we look forward to, the great restoration that is taking place, that God is accomplishing. We've seen him do it with the people of Israel, and we hope as Christians to see it ourselves in the consummation. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Jeremiah chapters 27 through 31. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.